y'all. Welcome back. So we're going to be reading from our devotion, Five Minutes with Jesus, Quiet Time for Your Soul by Sheila Walsh with Sherry Craig. And today's title is Healing for the Deepest Wounds. And I don't know about you, but I'm seeing a pattern with these devotions and the Lord is truly wanting us to know He sees and He wants to heal. And there may be some wounds that we have that are very deep, that we have like covered up and buried, that we just don't even want to think about or acknowledge. And then there may be some fresh wounds. And um, I don't know about you, but I'm excited to see what he has in store for us today. Um, this title really intrigues me because I myself have wounds that I know that are not healed. So let's just see how God's going to minister to us today. Healing for the Deepest Wounds. She just needed a little money to finish college. The price was steep, but she reasoned to herself that she wouldn't pay it for long. She was only 10 units away from earning her degree. But the price is always steeper than expected when the enemy is offering the solution to our problems. Before she knew it, she was wearing, she was the one wearing a price tag. When she finally escaped the man who had trafficked her, she still didn't have the money for college. Instead, she was completely broken and had a baby on the way. It was difficult to believe that anyone or anything had the power to heal her heart, to heal her heart's deepest wounds. Then Jesus stepped in. Whoo! <laughs> that ought to just do something to you right there. Then Jesus stepped in. Dot, 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 then Jesus stepped in. That'll preach. He helped me to see that I could never be too far gone and that he came to die for people just like me, she said. When I thought he had given up on me, I look back now and realize that in my darkest moments, he was right there next to me. I don't know what wounds you carry, but maybe you have doubts about whether they can be healed like this young woman did. Am I too far gone? Has God given up on me? Maybe your heartbreak is so overwhelming that you can't imagine healing and relief. I understand. I've been there. But this truth is eternal. Nothing is too hard for God. Let me say that again and hear me. Nothing is too hard for God. God wanted to be sure you knew this was true. So he included in scripture countless stories of shattered lives that he made whole. Mm, so true. David had a little child. David had a little child through adultery and has and had his lover's husband murdered. Yet he went on to become known as a man after God's own heart. Mary Magdalene was pro, pro, uh, possessed by demons, yet she was delivered from them and later was the first to see, see the risen Christ. The Samaritan woman had a long line of broken relationships and her bad reputation had made her a social outcast. But after she met Christ, she became the first missionary to her village. We could go on and on to make this point. God restores people. What about you? Do you want to know that God's healing powers is enough for you too? 
come into his presence and risk asking this question. My God, can you heal the deepest wound, wounds of my heart? Then open your heart to hear his sweet response. All things are possible with me. That's Mark 10 and 27. There is no place so dark that the love of Christ can't find you and heal you. Mm. I have my King James Bible here. We're going to be reading some scripture. And I just, after reading this, I can't wait to get into the word because I know it's going to be good. I know it's going to be good. Okay, Psalms 51 and 12. And it says, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. And free in this text is meaning willing. Okay, then we're going to go to Psalms 71 and verse 20. And it says, Thou which hast show, showed me great and sore troubles shalt quicken me again and shalt bring me up again from the depths of the earth. Ooh, it's just going to keep getting better and better. I feel it. Psalm 6 and 2. And it says, Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are vexed. Then we're going to go to Jeremiah. Jeremiah 17 and 14. And it says, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for thou art my praise. Mm. Luke chapter 1 and verse 37. And it says, For with God nothing shall be impossible. I'm going to read that again. For with God nothing, and I'm putting great emphasis on that, nothing shall be impossible. Woo, hallelujah. Then we're going to go back to Psalms. Psalms 40 and verse 2. And it says, He brought me up also out of the horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. Woo! There's just something about that. I'm going to read it again, y'all. Listen, listen, listen. He brought me up out of the horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. I don't know about y'all, but that right there sums up so much of what he's done for me. I was in a horrible pit, a horrible pit of sin, a horrible pit of just nastiness and, and evilness and just mean and rude and just not a good person. But he brought me up out of that horrible pit, out of that old miry clay, that old nasty sludge, sewer-filled garbage. And he set my feet up on a rock, and he established my goings. I had somebody comment on, on my other channel. I had uh, I was doing a video, and I had made a, a remark in the video about Delana calls me fake. And, and in that sense... She was calling me fake about my love of antiques and vintage. 
but she didn't know me before I had her. <laughs> she only knew the me since I had her. And there was a, a period in there that I got away from my true love of vintage and antiques. And I've been getting back into it. And so she's like, you're fake, you're fake. And she'll see me sometimes interact with people and she'll say, you sound so fake. And I laugh at her, but at the same time, I don't want people to hear her say that and think that I'm putting on airs. But I was telling my mama, I said, I embrace that she says that because that right there is proof of the change God has made in me because she was used to the me that was would snap your head off in a second, just soon cuss you out as to breathe, was just always in a mood, uh, angry, full of just, full of the devil, quite honestly, just full of the devil, just hateful, um, always looking to have the last word, always looking to tell somebody off, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so for her to see me now in a completely different way, I embrace that and I'm so proud because that right there is confirmation of the change God has made in me. That right there is proof that he brought me up out of that horrible pit and out of that miry clay. I didn't used to look at people now with compassion. I didn't used to look at people and, and you know, excuse some things and say, oh, well, they might be having a bad day and I don't know what battles they're going through and I don't know what the Lord has asked them to deal with. And, I, you know, I didn't used to be that way. But now... I'm less quick to go off on somebody and, you know, definitely not going to cuss somebody out. But now I'm more compassionate understanding. Now, that, that don't mean I'll let people walk all over me. But at the same time, I'm more, I don't get, I guess the word tolerant, uh, more sympathetic to people because life is hard. And everybody you come in contact with is dealing with something. I don't care if you don't ever see it. I don't care if all you see and hear out of them is life is great. Everything's perfect. The perfect pictures, the perfect this, the perfect front, the perfect house, the perfect car, the, the perfect kids dress perfectly. Everybody is dealing with something. Everybody has got battles they're fighting. And so I try to remember that as I go about in my daily life. And instead of being so quick to... Tell somebody off or, or anything like that. Now, because of the change God has made in me, I will stop and pray for them. You know, say, Lord, bless them. Help them. I don't know what they're going through. I don't know what is, you know, prompted this reaction, but you do. And, and help them, Lord. That's the change God did in me. Now, I don't want to come off as I am perfect because I am not <laughs> the most imperfect human you will ever come in contact. But at the same time, I don't want to dismiss the changes God has made in me that I know, that I know. So when you hear me say I was an awful person, that um, I was somebody you wouldn't want to be around, I mean it. Um, I didn't even like myself, but how could I, you know? But... I also, this resonated so strongly with me, this this whole devotion. In fact, I've made marks all through it, so I'm going to go back and, and some of the things that really st stood out to me is 
the price is always steeper than expected when the enemy, when the enemy is offering the solution to our problem. You can bet your bottom dollar it's going to be worse than, than the problem itself. The solution he's offering you is going to be worse than anything you're dealing with. The enemy is not out for your good. He is out to destroy you, to kill you, to suck the life out of you, to take your soul with him to hell. That's what he's after. And he can paint the most beautiful picture. But the Bible tells us Lucifer was, the, was a beautiful angel. Just beautiful. And he didn't le le uh, lose that beauty when he got kicked out of heaven. He was still beautiful. So he will use that beauty to entice you and make it sound so perfect. But this is why you have to have a prayer life and a relationship with God. This is why you have to be on guard at all times. Because I assure you, his solution to your problem is worse than the problem you're facing. I know this for a fact. Um, another thing that stood out to me was, it was difficult to believe that anyone or anything had the power to heal her heart's deepest wounds. Then Jesus stepped in. Y'all, I don't care what you're battling. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care if you have wounds so deep that they have just almost overtake you. When Jesus steps in, he can change everything. He can heal the deepest, ugliest, nastiest, grotesque wound in your life when Jesus steps in. That really, really, really resonated with me because I've lived it. I've lived it. He helped me see that I could never be too far gone that he came to die for people just like me. There is nothing you can't do that God can't fix. You cannot go too far that God can't step in and fix it and heal you. It's exactly right. That's what he came to earth for, to die on that old rugged cross. And we're getting ready to go into the Easter season. And we've already celebrated his birth. And we're fixing to go into the Easter season, which is a beautiful time, but also one of the most painful times for me as I have come to have this relationship with him, to know the agony and the pain and the suffering that he willingly came to earth to die for me. He found me worthy. He found me worthy when maybe nobody else would or did or will. He knew me worthy, found me worthy. Even in my most imperfect state, he found me worthy to die for. You can't go too far. You can't do too much. You can't, you just can't. I was going to say, you can't say too much. I mean, the Bible tells us there's only one unforgivable sin and that's blasphemy. You just can't go too far that God can't step in on the scene. And I don't care how bad it looks. I don't care what maybe your friends and family are telling you. Um, that there's just, they just don't see no way. And they're just, I've been there before too. I've had people say, I just don't see how we're going to get out of this. I just don't see how it's going to get fixed. I just don't see. Okay, that's fine. We don't have to. Jesus can step in and take the biggest mess of our life 
and fix it. How'd I know? <laughs> I'm living proof of it. When I thought he had given up on me, I look back now and realize in my darkest moments, he was right there next to me. In her darkest moments, when she felt alone, lost, scared, unsure, just confused, hurt, she'd been through so much, she can look back now and see, when I was feeling all of that, I can see now that I was never in it alone. He was right there with me. And I'm sure all of us have experienced that at one point or more in our lives. I know I have. Am I too far gone? Has God given up on me? No. No to both of those. You're not too far gone and God will never give up on you. Right now, I said it before and I say it again, right now, he is our savior. He is our advocate. He is here to help us, to save us, to be there for us. He has our best interest at heart. He's not our judge right now. Right now, his main mission and motive is to save you and to help you. There will come a day where he will be our judge. But right now, he's not our judge. Right now, he wants to save us. Mm. Maybe your heartbreak is so overwhelming that you can't imagine the healing, imagine healing and relief. I've been there. Y'all, I can't even tell you how many times I've been there. And recently I've been there. I've, there was a couple years ago, no, maybe a year and a half ago. I had some things come up in my life just out of the blue, just rocked my whole world. And I would think I was, I was, you know, I'd pray about it and I think I was okay. And, and below the surface, it was still there and just festering and, and just, it wouldn't get well because when it would start to scab over and heal a little bit, something else would come and, you know, stir it up again. And I was just at a point of, I was just lost. And my son, I was actually in a thrift store on a Sunday afternoon and, uh, he called me out of the blue and he said, why don't you come to church with me tonight? He said, God wants to heal you. And I knew it was God because number one, I had not talked to Cody about any of this. I knew it was God. I knew it was God using him. And so I went to church that night and the minute I walked, no, the minute I pulled into the parking lot, God began working on me and healing me of that hurt. I cried all through church. I had an altar call, squalling and crying. I was to a point, I didn't care what I looked like to people. Okay? I didn't care that I was ugly cry. I didn't care what people was thinking because I was hurting so bad and I needed so much healing. I didn't care. I didn't care what anybody thought. You will reach that place in your life when you've got to have God so much that you don't care what people think about you. You don't care what you look like. 
I just knew that I needed, I needed a touch and I needed to heal. And my big old boy come and he hugged me up and I sobbed and cried on his chest like a baby. And he said, there it is. He said, there it is. He said, God's healing you. So that's why I don't apologize for these tears anymore. I used to. I don't anymore because these tears are like a cleansing, soothing salve to a burn. And they're healing me. Every time I cry to the Lord, they're healing me. And he touched me that night. I won't say that I haven't had the same hurt try to come up since then. But he healed a part of me that night that I just can't even explain it. I just can't explain it. I just really cannot explain it. If you've experienced and you know, I just have no words for it. It's just amazing. It's just miraculous. A miraculous healing in me. And it was a scar and a wound that on the outside you would never know it. You would never know it was there. Uh, I didn't talk about it. Um, and you would never know it. But God touched me that night. And uh, I will forever be grateful for that. I will be grateful for that. So that overwhelming pain and grief that you can't imagine healing and relief, God can give it to you. I'm living proof of that, y'all. I'm living proof of that. I've been there. I've been there. She named so many different ones in the Bible that God used. David, Mary Magdalene. Um, who else did she say? Oh, the lady at the well. Uh, that's just three she named that God used. God can use anyone. And you don't, you never know at what you're going through and dealing with that God can take that and touch somebody with it, your testimony. You just never know. I, I never knew going through some of the things that I went through that I would use, he would use that for this devotional channel. I, I never in my life imagined that. I never saw myself here. I never, I mean, I would tell different ones in my life and testify that way, but I never knew that I would have a devotional channel quite frankly, never wanted it. Um, don't feel worthy of it. I, I don't feel worthy. I know there are so many more qualified people, but you know what? As long as I'm doing the will of God, that's all I care about. And if it blesses others, use it, use me, Lord, use me and my testimony. You know, he can use anyone in anything. I mean, he, there's no, nothing is impossible with God. He tells us, all things are possible with me. All things are possible with God. So, if you're in a situation, maybe you've been in it for so many years and you just don't see yourself getting out of it. You don't see anything changing. You just don't. You just don't. You just don't see a way. Let God step into that situation. Give it to him. Obviously, what you're doing is not working. <laughs> what we do is not working. So, give it to God. And when you give it to him, leave it there. Uh, I've told this before. I would write down things I needed God to do for me. I would write it down. And then I would take that and I would crumble it up. And I would throw it. And it was in, the, in the, my closet. And I would throw it out. And that was me giving it to God. 
And I would not pick it up to even throw it away until that prayer was answered. There was many times I had crumpled up paper laying in the floor of my closet that I'm sure when the exterminator come and went in there to spray, he thought, my Lord, I didn't care. That was situations I needed God to fix. And when I give it to him, I could not keep picking it back up. I know it may sound elementary to some to do that, but sometimes we got to step out in our childlike faith. So if you've got a situation that's been bothering you for years, maybe try this. What's it going to hurt? And every time I would walk into my closet and I would see those crumpled up pieces of paper, I would just say, I'm not picking it back up, God. I'll give it to you. I'll give that to you. I'm leaving it with you. I'm not picking it back up. You, Your will be done in those situations, God. And I can't tell you how many times I would walk in there and look. But you know what? I will tell you. Those papers are not in that closet anymore. They're not in those clo that closet anymore. It wasn't because I got into a decluttering, cleaning mood and just threw them away. No. As God would answer them, one by one, I would throw them away in the trash when it was done. I know it may sound so silly to some, and that's okay. Call me silly. I don't care. I'll do what I got to do to get to the throne room of God and to get him to answer my prayers. I'm sure any of us would. <laughs> but it worked. It worked. Uh, was it an overnight thing? No. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. This change God made in me was not an overnight thing. I wouldn't have been able to handle it. He, he, he comes to us and does things in phases and stages because we, we, couldn't be, we would not be able to handle it if he just boom. Now, there are some situations he will come and one and done, and that's wonderful when, it, when that happens. But he knows exactly when and how to do that too because he's God. Wow. Oh, my Lord. This has blessed me so much today. I hope it has blessed you. I hope you feel the Lord like I do. And I hope this has encouraged you to just give it to God. Then Jesus steps in. <laughs> then Jesus steps in. There's nothing he can't do. Nothing. And sometimes I will be praying some prayers and asking for th some things. And in my mind... Do you realize what you're asking? That, what? Are you really that serious asking that? Yes. Because nothing is impossible with God. Pray those prayers. Pray those impossible prayers and let God show you what he's capable of. He says, try me. Try him. What you got to lose? You may get what you asked for. Wow. I love y'all. I pray you have an amazing day. I am on a spiritual high right now. I love it. And I will see you in the next one. Bye, y'all.